You're listening to the Cornerstone Buzzcast, a ministry resource of Cornerstone Church in Auburn, Alabama. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Cornerstone Buzzcast. Rusty Hudson here, lead pastor at Cornerstone. So good to have you dialing in with us again. Um, my guest this week is the illustrative Marcus Poppenfus. Hey, what's going on, Rusty? Oh, not much. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Good. It's glad that you and I are back together. Yeah, something somewhat, like that. Somewhat dynamic duo. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, come on now. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, we are in the season of Lent, and we've been thinking about ways to strengthen our faith by focusing on spiritual practices or spiritual disciplines. And and um, so today I'm just thinking about this whole idea of purity. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Psalm 5110 says this, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And I just think about that. That's kind of a prayer that we pray, especially during the Lent season of, you know, wanting God to do his best work in us Mm -hmm. to purify our heart, to make us pure. In other words, to help us move away from sin, away from darkness, away from evil, away from those thoughts and actions and words that we might do um, that sort of take away from the purity in our Life And so we're talking about that, but even more specifically today, we're going to be using this word chastity to talk about a spiritual discipline. Oh, man. Um, Not one that many people want to think about or talk about, you know, but it's... Can I change weeks with someone? No, you're you're in it now. Okay, all right, I'm here. uh, Yeah, so we're going to talk about this and... Um, but, uh, but it's an important one and you lead our college and youth. And yes. so, especially in that particular realm, it's important to have conversations like this. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. so what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I always think that this is a good conversation to have, um, working in youth ministry. One of the things that you always, one of the banners that I've, I've read on one of these books is, uh, youth ministry should be more than just dodgeball and abstinence training. Uh, and I thought that was really funny. Um, but also I think from the aspect of like, that is true, but at the same time, we talk a lot in youth group uh, about, you know, we'll have that sex talk and they'll hear that like, hey, don't do this or don't, you know, shouldn't be doing that. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's well addressed. Mm. Like, it doesn't mean that it's not something that our students aren't struggling with abundantly all the time and something that they're keeping in the dark. Uh, and so just having this con- conversation uh, about chastity, I think, is is very important. So uh, if you haven't already caught on, uh, this could be your little uh, warning. If you have little ones with little ears that might ask questions around, mm-hmm. maybe listen to this when they're not here, yep. if you're not ready for those questions, because mm-hmm. uh, they may come after this conversation. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay, so now that that's happened, yeah. right, we're going to keep going forward here. So really, when you think about the concept of chastity and we think about it as a spiritual discipline mm-hmm. what comes to mind for you like what is chastity what yeah so uh chastity is actually like definition wise it's the quality of being morally pure okay. um, and so we normally uh we associate that with things um with sexuality right like that's how we we look at it as being sexually pure but it's actually about being pure uh in any manner um mm-hmm. so at the heart of that word is just also that heart like you talked about in psalm 51 of being pure in all things mm-hmm. not just just in sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think that kind of in this day and age when especially sex outside of marriage mm-hmm. is rampant and has become sort of this casual thing that uh, sometimes even believers are engaged in and don't really see yeah. it as anything that's wrong. And, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I just feel like we're in a different day with that. And this conversation is actually very important. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, uh, not just for single people though, but also for married people. And you know, just maintaining your yeah. own purity in this realm is uh, is vital. Yeah. And so, and I think like to that point, I think once people have have slipped up, like once they've made the mistake once, uh, the temptation is then like, all right, well, I've lost this, and so mm-hmm. now I just should I can continue doing it or like, it doesn't matter if I continue doing it. Um, but that's really not the point. Like the point of chastity is not that like I've done this before, so I can just keep doing it, uh, really at the heart of it, especially in this Lent season is being like, no, I am recommitting this to God. And I'm saying like, I I will not do this because I know, uh, that this is against what God would have of me. Like this, this is not in line with what he wants from me. Uh, and so like, there's no better time than Lent uh, to rededicate yourself in, in all areas, but especially in this one. So. Yeah, I like that word, rededicate, kind of recommit, mm-hmm. kind of like wherever we've been up to this point, let's just stop right now and let's start again. Yeah. Let's start something new. That's what Lent's all about, too. Uh, so let's let's talk about Scripture. What does yeah. the Bible have to say about this particular discipline? Yeah, so Ephesians 5.3 uh, says, But sexual immorality and all purity or covetedness uh, must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Um, so really what the Bible tells us, uh, I mean, this is not just about chastity, but about all of these things that we're pursuing, uh, all these spiritual disciplines, um, is that it's a part of our process of sanctification. Uh, and so sanctification is the really fancy word for saying becoming more like Jesus, um, pursuing him. Uh, and so really, if we think about that, we know that Christ uh, was pure in all things. Like he wasn't just mm. sexually pure. He was pure in every single way that you could be. Mm. Uh, and so naturally in our pursuit of becoming like Jesus Christ, there's nothing uh, that we should hold back from him. There's nothing um, that we should keep to ourselves or that we could say, hey, you know what? This is the one thing that I'm just okay to, to continue living in. Um, but we should really be giving all of those things over to him. Um, and especially as we continue in our faith and, and we hope to lead others in their journey. Uh, so, you know, like you and Suzanne a few weeks ago talked about disciple making. If you're in that process of making disciples, it's really hard to make disciples when there's a whole bunch of stuff that you've kept back from God. Mm. So if you're not actively pursuing him, if you're not taking steps in your own life, it's hard to say, hey, here's here's what you need to be doing. Or like, here's a way that, you know, I'm encouraging you to follow Jesus uh, if we're not doing that ourselves. And so this is just another way that we do that. Yeah, and I'm reminded, you know, that sexuality is a gift from God mm-hmm. to us, but it has a specific place, and, you know, it is within the marriage covenant between a man and a woman. You know, yeah. that is where that is to exist, and uh, that's where it is blessed. Mm-hmm. And um, so we have to remember to keep keep it in that realm, yeah. and then even in that realm, we have to work on keeping our minds and our hearts pure oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, you know? very much so. So much temptation, whether yeah. you're single or married or whatever place you find yourself in, lots of ways um, yeah. to fall and make mistakes there well, for sure. That's like a huge one too. Um, I, th- I think with college students as they're getting ready to find their spouse, or maybe they have found that person who's going to be their spouse, um, one of the lies that the enemy likes to plant in there is like, hey, the moment that you get married, you're not going to struggle with this. Mm. Like the moment that you make that commitment and you you find that person in your life, uh, everything is going to be okay. And you're not going to struggle with this anymore. You're not going to have to worry about being chased. Like it's, it's all going to come easy. Mm. Um, but that absolutely is not true. Mm. Like that, that's not something that happens for many people. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's a big deal these days for sure. And we mm-hmm. want to try to keep this all in like proper 
biblical perspective, yeah. right? Between yeah. the guardrails, we want to stay within the guardrails mm-hmm. that God has outlined for us. And it's kind of like if there's blessing to be had in any place in our life, it's within the guardrails that God has set out in Scripture. Yeah. And it just reminds me, you know, I'm just thinking, if we don't know Scripture, then we don't know what those guardrails are. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of like then we won't know what the blessing looks like Mm -hmm. in our life. So, uh, you know, that's just another encouragement to anybody listening. It's like, no Scripture. Yeah. Make that a discipline. If there's one thing you need to add into your life you're not already, is just a regular reading of Scripture so Mm -hmm. that you understand what is it that God expects of me. Yeah. And why is something wrong or why is something right? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like we need to know uh, sort of a baseline of truth. Yeah. That's that's where we get it. I I remember having a conversation uh, a while back with a college student who is really struggling with this idea of not not like struggling with um, knowing whether the church thought it was wrong or not, but really saying like, yeah, but why? Like, where in the mm-hmm. Bible does it talk about this? Where is it? And so we were obviously were able to point to scripture, but then there was this other part of me that that in that conversation I was like, but you need to go seek this out. Yeah, like you have your Bible you need to read this, and if you know that there's a battle going on, you need to seek out the answers in your Bible because you have the answers. Like, it's right there. Yeah. There's a reason that, you know, we're telling you these things or that this is what the Bible... We tell you this is what the Bible says. And, so. I mean, do you ever hear somebody, you know, like, well, you know, my friends say, mm-hmm. or, like, people pretty much taking truth based on what other people have told yes. them. You know, yeah. like, there's sort of a general idea among my friends mm-hmm. that this is how things are. Yeah. Yeah, or almost, I mean, it, it's kind of just like if everyone's giving into the same thing or everyone's going the same way, uh, then it must be okay. Yeah. And it's like, even amongst believers, even amongst your friends that are all believers, just because everyone's giving into the same thing, does I mean, that doesn't make it okay. If, it, if it's against what God has for you, um, then that's pretty clear. Like, then every yeah. everyone needs correction. It's not like a, well, we're all doing it, so it's fine. <laughs> so Well, and, you know, we're battling culture. I mm-hmm. mean, just take five of the top pick. Uh, movies on Netflix, yeah, and you know they're not going to be promoting biblical values, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to relationships. You yeah. know, it's like what we see on TV so often is just it's counterproductive. Yeah, and we have to be careful as believers when we watch movies and shows and stuff like that. Like measure that against what we believe mm-hmm. and what we know of Scripture, and you know not be. Uh, sort of fooled by what we see or slide into that mode of, oh, well, it'll be okay. Or like, this is all right. You know, that kind of thing. So, and it's the scripture tells us if, you know, if our right hand is causing us to sin, you know, cut it off. Right. Or, and, and I think we often look at that scripture and we say, oh, that's just an exaggeration or Mm. I get the point that it's trying to make, but sometimes we don't get the point it's trying to make because what it's saying is, Literally, nothing should be holding you. Like you should be willing to give up your right hand or your eye if you need to, yeah. uh, to get away from that thing that is causing you to stumble. Mm-hmm. It should be that serious in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that was his point. Trying to make a big deal out of that, like, yeah. hey, it's worth it. Yeah, you know, making these sacrifices are worth it because your soul is at stake. Yes. Um, so um, I'm thinking about this verse too. Psalm one nineteen nine says, "How can a young person stay on the path of purity?" By living according to your word. Mm. And it's like, there you go. I mean, it's yeah. all back to the Bible and what it has to say about these issues. And it's already spoken. It's very yeah. clear there. So, um, all right. So why are we talking about this as a discipline, like a spiritual discipline, putting yeah. it in that realm? Uh, so 1 Corinthians 6.18 says, uh, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. 
Uh, I think that like chastity, especially as it pertains to sexuality, is probably um, one of the more ignored disciplines. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that I know we talk about how the church talks about it all the time. Um, But at the same time, I think we as believers, we don't talk about it. Like it's not something like if I'm having a conversation with you, I'm way more likely to tell you that I'm a gossip or that I'm a liar or even that I'm like a drunk. Like I'm going to tell you all of those things before I tell you like, hey, I really struggle struggle with sexual immorality. Yeah. You know, like lust is a huge one for me. Yeah. Um, we often try to sweep that one under the rug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a big part of that uh, is, is that in this verse, what it says is that it's something that affects us. Like mm-hmm. in, internally, it affects us. And so a lot of times, uh, if it's something like pornography, or even if it's just an inappropriate relationship with one other person, we think to ourselves, well, this is really only affecting me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really hurting the world at large. It's really only affecting me internally. You know, like it's not. And so it's a lot easier for us to just scoot on past it and just to be like, you know what? I'm okay with this just hurting me because it's not really hurting anyone else. Yeah. Um, but that's like a huge one I know with people who struggle with pornography. It's mm. just they don't want to bring it to light because it's, hey, you know what? It's just really hurting me. It's not really hurting anyone else at this point, which yeah. we know is not true. Um, well, it's yeah. like, you know, the Bible says that uh, Satan is the father of lies. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to slip that lie into your thinking. And then what we do with that is we just justify what we do. Yes. That's how we do that. We just yeah. justify it like, well, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. Like you said, it's not hurting anybody else. And Satan's winning every time we say that to yeah. ourselves. And we have to really own the responsibility of no, every time I'm, I allow myself to go there, I'm the one choosing to do this. Yeah. And it is hurting me. Mm-hmm. It's hurting, you know, it's hurting my mind. It's hurting my heart. It's hurting my relationship with God. It's, it's this kind of wedge that stays in my life, yeah. you know, and um, I'm not living in freedom. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not living, you know, in some sense of identity in Christ in that moment, you know, I'm, yeah. And so, and that, it impacts like your future relationships. I mean, it'll impact. I tell students this all the time as well. Like, I promise you, as much as you think it's not going to, it will impact your marriage. Yeah. Like, it, it will have a, an impact on your marriage. And that's mm-hmm. not to scare them, but it's to be like, you, it, it is something that you should take seriously, something that's important. Yeah. Um, and so, as we think about this discipline of chastity, I think for us, it, a lot of times it's like, well, you know, I don't really know. That's not one that I'm super comfortable pursuing. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't really, that's fine. And I get some people maybe might do that or probably won't. But <laughs> uh, I think for all of us, especially like you said, in the culture that we live in, I think it's it's something we should um, and, and could practice uh, and could really use that in our lives. Yeah. And it seems, <clears throat> unfortunately, when you sort of say it out loud, it seems old fashioned to say, wait till you're married. Yeah. You know, like that today is sounds like something grandma would say or yeah, something, you know, but yeah. yet that is exactly what God is calling us to do. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's just, it, it makes that part of our marriage so much better mm-hmm. when we have saved ourselves for a marriage relationship, yeah. you know, and we've said, you know what, I value this person in my life so much mm-hmm. that, you know, I want to put them in that special place and I don't want to do anything to defile them yeah. or me. And so we're going to hold that part of our relationship out as this sort of gem that we can't wait for one day that gets to be a part of our relationship. And, uh, and then that's, that's when the beautiful gift happens, you know, that God has given to us. And I just, uh, I don't know. I just wish we could get to that. It is. And like, I think we had a, um, I mean, this is a super youth ministry thing here, so just go with it. Um, (laughs) but one of the things that I've heard, like I've heard a whole bunch of ways that people have described it in the past of why you wait, all of these things. Um, but one of the the best things that I've heard people someone say is that like you you should treat that person that you're dating 
the way that you want someone to treat your future spouse. Mm -hmm. So whoever is out there dating your, or maybe you're dating that person, but whoever is out there dating your future spouse, how do you hope they're treating them? Mm, And like, are you treating someone else's that way? That's right. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's a heavy burden. Like Mm -hmm. that makes me feel a lot more weight because it's not just affecting, it's going to affect that future marriage someday too. Yeah. um, Which is a whole different ball game. Yeah. It's like, we want to speak to our guys, especially and say, Hey, you know, be a leader in your relationship. Like you take the spiritual high ground there and make sure that your, you know, y'all's relationship is going in the way that Christ would want that to go. Absolutely. And I think that's a big part of this whole conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, anyway, that's good stuff right there. Mm -hmm. All right, let's keep going here. Um, Just thinking about is purity more than just sexual activity? You know, purity is more than that, right? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I think some of the things I was looking at, um, envy, drunkenness, uh, things of that nature. I mean, like there's a whole slew of things that we get caught into uh, that throws us off this path of purity, like that, that keeps us from being chased. Uh, and I think in some ways we can call it out quickly, uh, in other ways we don't. And so that's kind of why we, when we talk about this, we usually go um, towards that sexual uh, purity aspect is because that's something that we don't normally call out or talk about uh, one-on-one or personally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I told you, I'm way more likely to tell you like, yeah, I get greedy. Or like, yeah, you know, like all these other things mm-hmm. um, before I would share that with you. Yeah. But but yes, it's definitely more than just in that one area. Well, in light of that, would you like to share all of your no, sins? No, I would way? not. Oh, okay. So no, you don't want not. to do that. No, I uh, I have someone else that I talk okay. to for that. It's a, don't don't worry about it. His name's Jesus. Okay, it's not fine. Me. We're not going to do any accountability right here with Marcus. Okay. That's Sorry, fine. guys. Whatever. I like all of you very, very much. very brave of you, but, but I would rather not share all that stuff with you guys. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, you know, again, along those purity lines. If we make it a discipline, and to me, like a discipline and a practice is something that we uh, make repetitive in our life. Yes. The reason it works is because we're stopping something and starting something new. Mm-hmm. And again, Lent is about an opportunity for us to inspect our own life, inspect our heart and our soul, and say, you know, God, shine the light on the place that needs to be changed, mm-hmm. and then help me take steps to move away from that. That's yes. sanctification, like yes. you were talking about, moving closer to Christ by moving away from sin and moving toward purity and holiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's so much value in that in every part of our life. But, you know, in this place, it's a, it's one that's really difficult, and yet one that we can actually find great joy in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's what we want Jesus to do is come yeah. in and help us do that really well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think some of those steps that we take or that we can take, uh, I mean, just like practically things that we can do is like you said, be very careful about the things that you're watching. Mm. I mean, I think that's something yeah. that is super easy to get relaxed on myself included of just being like, Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm grown now. I don't really need to be as careful about certain things or, you know, if that movie has a certain rating, uh, but I think being really careful about that, and if anything gives you pause, like if you're ever scrolling on social media, or if any of those things ever make you think like, oh, maybe that's not good. Like maybe I'm that kind of is causing me to stumble, or that was not a good scene. I should not have probably seen that. Um, always being willing to to stop, like to to shut it off, or to walk away, or like I think it's really easy to just move past it and be like, nah, it's not a big deal. Um, but I think when you concede in those little steps, like you're before you know it, you're a mile away from where you should be mm. and you're wondering how you got there. And yeah. so stopping before you get to that place is huge. Yeah. So. Yeah. Scripture says, guard your heart. It is the wellspring of life. Like mm. we got to guard 
you know, it from other things getting in there. I mean, it is the place at which our life comes from, the yeah. life that Christ wants us to have. So we have to be so careful of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's a whole lot more to talk about with that. We're going to sort of pause that right there, there though. Marcus, I really appreciate you being here today. No, no problem. Yep. So uh, just encourage anybody who's listening, you know, to think about that whole idea of purity really in every part of your life. And, uh, you know, just think about inviting Christ in during this season and allowing him to shine that light in your own heart of maybe a place that needs to be changed, a place where you need to grow. Think about how can I be more sanctified? How can I move toward Christ and away from those things that I know are not good for me? So we'll be praying for you Mm -hmm. as you do that throughout this season. Um, Hey, if Marcus and I can help you in any way with this, just know, please call us at the church office. Um, We'll be glad to sit down and have a conversation with you if you're struggling in any way. Yeah, Um, for sure. We would uh, be happy to sit down and pray with you, um, so please do that. But uh, but thank you for being on with us today, for listening and checking in, and I uh, look forward to having you back with us next time.